Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. With Mike out of town, it seems like the perfect time for us to go ahead and still get ready for the holiday season. And that holiday season being Valentine's Day, why not celebrate the time of year where love is in the air with some absolutely ridiculous romance comics? Uh, We'll go ahead and take a look this week at a reissue, if you will, of a previous episode that we did covering some of the most ridiculous romance comics from the 50s and 60s. And we're going to go ahead and dive into some new ones coming up on next week's show. But before we do that, let's go ahead and take a look back when we dove into romance comics the last time. Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about costumes, facts, boots, and other stuff. In this week's issue, High School Love Affair, presented by Gillette. Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by Man Wonder himself, mm. Mr. Mike. You know, when you say welcome in, I always want to say, well, thank you. Or so, you know, I always want to respond. <laughs> I just don't know how else to. <laughs> no, it's great. Like, I feel like we're uh, I, a, a auditorily welcoming yeah. in our listeners into yeah. the podcast. No, it's great. I think it's just my Southern upbringing where I would just want to go, well, thank you, you yeah. know, and hold the door for you. Or um, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so welcome in. You know welcome. us. I've introduced yeah. us. Yeah. It's the same to us as always. That's right. Let's go ahead and get into some romance yes, let's comics, go. Mike. And I have this foolishness again. some very great ones. I have a, a cured. Is oh. that is that right? A cured for us? Acquired? Acquired? Accruited? Accruited. Is that? I don't know. I've gathered Brought them for us. Brought to you by us. Johnson's Accruiting. <laughs> go there for a job. Uh, our first story that we're going to get to is from a comic called confidential diary number 14 that was printed back in september of 1962 oh boy by charlton comics charlton pencils are make a fine chew pencils are attributed to dick giordano ink is uh vince coletta okay actually you know decently known those are real people yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay great uh our first story is called always afraid foolish vengeance yeah Oh, okay. okay. Our main character is the very pretty, very beautifully drawn uh, Miss Faye Campbell. Okay. okay. Now, Faye is called on in class by her uh, teacher, whose name is Mr. Paulson. Do we, is this high school? This is high school. Oh. So, Mr. Paulson asks her very simply, uh, can you please give me the past perfect this is, you know, because let me take you back to high school English. Yes. You remember being asked yes. these questions. Yes. Would you please give me the past perfect first person singular of the firm uh, of the form? 
Take two. See what I mean? <laughs> Would you please give me the past perfect yeah. first person singular of the verb to go? <laughs> I don't even understand. To that which she just kind of plays coy and she goes, ah, golly, Mr. Paulson, I'm afraid it just slipped my mind kind of thing. Right? Twirling, twirling her hair the she whole is. time. Yeah, Chewing she gum. Is. Yeah. And all the other girls are kind of like, you know, she know if she didn't go out on town, all sure, the, you know, sure. all over town at night. Well, Mr. Paulson is not happy Do about this. Do we find this. out what it is? No, they don't answer the question. <laughs> I just want to know what the answer to the question is. No, they, they never answer the question. But he says, you know, hey, I would like a moment with the after class. So everybody leaves and she stays behind. And he's like, you really? No, no, oh, none of that. Damn it. You forget the how... Uh, <laughs> How sexist these romance comics are, sure, remember? Sure, Uh So uh, it's it's definitely all the... I love how the American flag is like in every shot. It is. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh, Mr. Paulson meets with Faye, and he basically tells Faye that, um, you know, you need to kind of pay more attention. Like, you're yeah. not... He says, you're pretty. You'll never need English. Yeah, he goes, I've been very patient <laughs> with you uh, basically all term, but if you don't show more interest in the subject, then I'm going to have no choice basically but to fail you. Mm. Like, And she's like, oh, you know, I'm trying. I can't. I promise you I'll do better. And he's like, okay, I'll give you one more chance then. So she leaves and she's like, thanks, you know, Mr. Paulson. And as she leaves, she's like, I got him a rope around my finger. Like, oh, he... Yeah. You know, because she... Oh, where is it at? He uh, catches, she catches him off guard while she's like, uh, but with your help, Mr. Paulson. And it even shows a panel of her kind of like leaning yeah, over and him yeah. staring at her chest. Yeah. Right. Oh my Lord. It is. Wow. Isn't it? So she's seducing him. This is at best, uh, a maybe 18 year old, right? At best. Yes. At best. She's, she's turned 18 yes. and she's a senior. Yes. And he is probably we'll say mid thirties. Well, I think even though they're drawn like this, because there's another guy that comes up later that looks like this age wise, and he's supposed to be twenty four. Okay, so I'm gonna say even though he doesn't look like it, he's mid twenties. Okay, so he's a new teacher. He's closer in age. We'll just say that. And so like it's not. It's not as creepy. It's not as weird. The age gap's not weird. I think it's the fact that it's the student teacher relationship kind of thing here. Uh, but Plus, so all under the all under the watchful eyes of the American flag. Oh, that's true. Uh, good old glory. So, um, that sounded very. I didn't mean for it to sound like that. Oh, God um, bless the flag. But she tells her friend that, hey, I I don't have to worry about anything. I've got Mr. Paulson, you know, wrapped around my finger. Why didn't she just give him the answer? I don't know. Why and did she give a shit? So I mean, she decides to go out for the night. Like okay. I'm not gonna study. I'm gonna go hey. out instead. Yeah. So the next day, Mr. Paulson obviously decided to call her on her again because she was supposed to work on it. And she was kind of taken by surprise. He asked her what a synonym was. And she goes, a, a synonym uh, is a word that's spelled the same as another. But uh, <clears throat> and he's like, all right, Miss Campbell, I need to talk to you after class. Again. Yeah. So this time after class, he tells her like, hey. I gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. You obviously didn't listen. He did. I'm going to have to talk to, I'm trying to find the principal's name, Mr. Howard. Okay. That's what I'm going to call him. Sure. Uh, yeah, Mr. Howard. Mr. Howard. And so she's like, you can't do this. You can't tell the principal. And he's basically like, I'm sorry. I have no choice. Because well, like, I guess that. He can tell the principal. I mean, exactly. He goes, Faye, I'm afraid this will be, uh, this will be 
Oh, I forgot. They messed up on this. They left in their mistake. So the line says, Faye, I'm afraid this will be, have to be, a final warning. If you don't buckle down, I'm going to take up the matter with Professor Howard. That even looks weird, like the way it's in the speech bubbles. Yes. Huh. But you see where it says, be, have to be? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where Faye's like, no, you can't do, like, what do you mean take it up with the principal? And he's like, you've given me no other choice. And she's like, you better not do that. Like, she's threatening him. She's like, or you'll be sorry. Whoa. And he's like, that'll be all, Miss Campbell. And kind of like sends him out. Oh, this is the vengeance. So she decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get him in trouble. I'm going to spread rumors around school that we've been in a relationship together. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. So. That is vengeful. Yeah. She goes, "Uh, I lost little time in planting the seed of gossip and the fruit it bore frightened even me. I don't know why I feel like I need to read the romance stuff like this, but I do. (laughs) Within a few days, the love affair between Mr. Paulson and myself was the talk of the school. Oh, well, I, and, that, and that's fair, right? Because if if somebody did, I did that's that right. Was always a thing with so, students. So leave the door open, side hug, and then all of that. One stuff. afternoon, she gets home, and her dad's home early from work. Uh oh! And she's like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Sit down, young lady. We need to talk to you about what we've been hearing about you and this teacher." Wow! Right? And They've heard says, about it down at the insurance agency. I, I started to cry under Dad's barrage of questions. But I need. She knows the word barrage, but she doesn't know what a synonym is. Okay. Uh, But I neither confirmed nor denied the rumor about Mr. Paulson. Why not? Why wouldn't you confirm it to your father? Exactly. Why not be like, okay, dad, this has gotten out of hand. Oh, dad, like, especially it's just a to rumor. your dad. Yeah, I mean, blame it on somebody else. Whatever. Yeah. Just say it's a rumor. Uh, and he goes, he grew angrier by the minute and decided to have a showdown at the school. Uh oh. Not with guns or anything like oh, that. It's oh, not okay. like a Wasn't fight. That time like yet. Yeah. yeah. So he shows up and he talks to Mr. Howard. AR 15s had not been invented yet. <sighs> sorry. That, that, was a little, that was a little dark. I'm sorry. A little bit. <laughs> So, Mr. Howard says, and I did not expect a joke like that in the romance I'm so comics. sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm just saying out of everything we cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Went from chicken tenders to AR-15. Yeah. yeah. We're all over the place. Yeah. So, Mr. Howard, the principal, basically tells Mr. Paulson, if any of this is true, like, this is your career as a teacher, you're finished. Yeah, absolutely. And um, he says, he's like, sir, I'm telling you that nothing has happened that it's a lie, like it's just a rumor. I haven't. And then uh, Mr. Her- Howard says, and you, old young lady, and turns to Faye oh. and says, are subject to immediate expulsion. Ooh. From the side there, it looks like the principal has a Hitler mustache. It kind of does, but yeah. he does And then they show him in the front. And, and he now has he a regular looks mustache. like J. Jama Jameson. J. Jama Jameson. J. Jama Jameson. Yeah, it's the one made Jay, by Charleston. It's not It's not yeah. the Marvel one. Jay Jama Jameson Scott Whiskey. <laughs> and I said Scott. I said, Scott Whiskey. <laughs> Love his stuff. Oh, oh man. So, <laughs> uh, Mr. Howard's rough tactics forced the truth from my lips. Him just saying that she was going to be immediately expelled yeah. is what caught not yeah. her father not actually her father, did. Yeah. Not the right so thing to do. And so she says, all yeah. right, I'll tell the truth. Even if it means getting expelled, I invented the story about Mr. Paulson and me to get even with him for cracking down on me. He did nothing wrong at any time. He was just doing his job. 
Um, and then her mom's like, Faye, how could you? And Faye says, I, I realized what a terrible thing I've done, mother, and I'm ready to accept my punishment. Yeah. Then it says, Mr. Howard explained why I couldn't continue at his school. And I understood. <laughs> What? Just all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah just yeah. Now you I get spread it. rumors. You can't yeah, go to school I get here. It now. Okay, you're going to have to give me one second here. I Now, the paranoia has set in that I didn't hit the button. Okay? Okay. Give me a second. So, we, I will uh, talk while Mike... Good. Yeah, we're all good. Right in the middle yeah. of... All right. I'm so sorry. It, just, it, it, it hits when it hits. Heart no, wants what that. the heart wants, you know? I was just in the middle of the last... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go it's ahead. the last panel of the comic. Go, man, go. She's so, learned her ways. Yeah, you know, found out why she couldn't go there anymore. Yep. We moved to the other side of the city where I could make a fresh start at what a different the hell? school. What? Even though my new classmates were unaware of my shame, I knew it would take time for the memory of my vicious vengeance to pass. Yeah. So this is the whole story. That's the whole She made a I was really expecting something to happen here. Nope. She made up a rumor. Yep. Her dad heard about it down at the meat market. Yeah. He confronted her. They she went, lied to him. She lied to him. They went to the school. You're going to be expelled. Oh, my God. We got to move. That's the whole story. <laughs> That's the story. Wow. Uh, and, you know, the okay. kids don't know the shame she feels. Like, why can't you just go back to the school? They'd be like. She's hiding her scarlet letter. It's funny. I kept a theme, Mike. Yeah. On these first two. That was nuts, though. <laughs> Like nothing happened. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, the the most exciting thing that happened is I got up and I looked at the button. That well, was that was it. Yeah, yeah. I it's a great it story. Good job. I'm just saying it. It's it's insane that that's a story. So this one now we start. I one kept time I got in a car and I went across the city. I saw a dog. The end. I mean that's that's you know yeah same thing. Yeah, essentially. Right. Okay. So our next one is aptly titled High School Affair because oh. I wanted to keep the theme. Watch out. But we're going to go back in time nine years previous. Oh. This is from Love Secrets number 35 from December of 1953. 1953? Yeah, Ooh. that was that was when my the year my year and month my dad was born. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, Did so, he have anything to do with this story? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was pr- published by Quality Comics and art by Sam Quality Citron. Yeah. Sam Citrano? Citron. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, It's funny to no one outside of the city. <laughs> no one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, it all starts with our main character here, whose name is Julia, I believe. Okay. Um, and so Julia has the a, a crush, we'll say, on their English teacher, okay. Mr. Dryden. Mr. Okay? Dryden. Dryden. Mm-hmm. But I do find it weird because, oh, here we go. Uh, this is how it introduces the story. What school, what school girl hasn't had the emotional experience of having a crush on her handsome teacher? Yeah. It's common enough for most girls. But suddenly, one day, it's over, and you realize it was just part of your growing up. But with me, it was different, for I was genuinely, truly in love with my attractive English teacher. Oh, boy. And because Another English teacher. And because I pursued him, I almost ruined his life by evolving him in a... 
high school affair. Whoa. So it takes us back to when um, Mr. Dryden showed up to teach. Okay. And it's funny, on the first day of class, it says, it happened that exciting day. I began the final half of my senior year in high school. Okay. Okay. So second semester of high school. Uh, all of us were wondering who our English teacher would be. Mm. Then it shows a panel. Why does it change? I don't, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. they go, I wonder who's taking old Miss Foley's place now that she's oh. retired. Why did they let her retire? She retired in the middle of the, the year. School yeah. year. She's like, screw this. I got to go. She's like, I went out on uh, Christmas break. I'm not coming back. Maybe she broke a hip on the ice or Maybe. something. I don't you know. know. But here's what I love <laughs> is Julia, our main character, already knows our teacher's name. But not only does she know his name. Well, she, I hear it's a man. His name is Elliot Horace Dryden. She Elliot Horace. First, middle and last name. <laughs> Horace. And then he's a man, obviously. Oh, if, a man. If Elliot Horace Dryden didn't help you out. Elliot Horace I guess, Dryden. Uh, uh, so oh, EHD. They think, oh, he's going to be so drab with a name like that. Sure boring, is, right? yeah. So he shows Elbow up. patches. He shows up. Nope. Total hottie, right? Uh-oh. I know. Oh, how wrong we were. Is this him? For in walked the, the guy suit? in the suit. Yeah. yeah. For in walked a tall, attractive man who couldn't have been more than 24 years old. Oh, there See, you go. That's what I was saying about He age. looks like the guy in every one of these comic book ads. You know, that's like the Charles, whatever. Would you like, like to learn? Dude? Well, either that or learn to make a typewriter work or oh, whatever, that, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, he looks like that guy. He does look like that. Yeah. So, looks like a typewriter salesman. She starts, <laughs> you know, those typewriters. You know, yeah, all sure. those typewriter salesmen. Uh, she starts to daydream in class about Mr. Dryden and the guy she was hanging what is out she with. Daydreaming about? Like it doesn't say. It just says, oh. "I wonder if he's married." Of course he must be. Oh, okay. Every girl would, you know. She's just like thinking about that about okay. himself. And so this guy she was hanging out with before, named Chuck, who's uh, this redheaded guy who's kind of a, a butt through all the story and wears a sweater with a giant T on it. Don't know what that's for. Because his name's Chuck. Yeah. But um, well, his name's really Theodore. They just call him maybe. Chuck. Yeah. But he kind of bumps up in her class and he's like, hey, Julia, how yeah. about a spin in my jalopy this afternoon? Oh, boy, jalopy. Will you meet me like always? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I guess, Chuck. Like, she's kind of all just lost yeah. in Professor Dryden. Well. Freaking uh, Chuck. So. Scumbag. Our teacher, he's not a professor. Uh, so Mr. Dryden stays after class to talk to the girls. Yeah. And uh, Julia stays and goes, Just oh. talk to the girls? Well, like the girls had stayed after class to talk to Oh, them. I see. Sorry. Okay. Okay. And so they're all, all leaving. The, all the guys can go. Girls stay. <laughs> yeah. please. I need to talk and, to you. And uh, Mr. Dryden's like, oh, you're still here, Miss Gibson? Julia's last name. Miss Gibson. And Julia says, oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to welcome you to our town, and I hope that you and your wife, you know, well, like living here. No, he's she's like, fishing. She's fishing. Yeah. And he's like, wife, I'm not married, Miss Gibson. Not even engaged. Oh. And she's like, oh, that's that's wonderful. I mean, oh, I, I that's, uh, excuse me. And she runs out. Sure. And she's like, I made a fool of myself in front of him. Boy, did you, Julie. Right? She has nightmares about that. You about him goober. laughing at her, just yeah. saying, ha, ha. Ha ha ha! It's just him laughing. At her. <laughs> That's what a nightmare. So he thinks that 
or she thinks that he wants nothing to do with me. I yeah. acted like a little, you know, girl. Well, she did kind of, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, he never referenced the incident to her after that. Like she thought he would say something, never did. Yeah. But yeah. she thought that he kept like staring at her, kind of like if he was gauging her for something, mm. right? Gauging days her. passed, agonizing days for me. I couldn't damn the emotions welling up inside me. I couldn't damn so, the emotions? Wow. And so I unburdened my heart to my best friend. Oh, Dottie, I've got it bad. Dottie! Sob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she tells Dottie like she's got a crush on the teacher. And Dottie's like, yeah. yeah, everybody does. It'll pass. It's cool. Sure. You should go back out with Chuck. So she's like, yeah, okay. So she goes for a spin in that old jalopy, Uh-oh. and they go out to some, like, make-out cliff area. It doesn't say that, but just Submarine based on there. Yeah. And they go in for a kiss, <laughs> and she just says, it's just like a kiss, nothing more. A juvenile kiss that means nothing to me anymore. Yeah. Right? She does not care about Chuck nor his kisses Oh, anymore. my God. Does Chuck get handsy? No, Chuck doesn't. Oh, well, not, with, Chuck. not okay. with not with Chuck or not with Chuck. Chuck doesn't get handsy. <laughs> Chuck doesn't get handsy with himself. He might. He doesn't yeah. say. I uh, bet Chuck does get really handsy with himself. So God, he looks like a friggin' goober. In he this does thing. look at him. So uh, he's like, "Hey, what's wrong? You know, you used to like my kisses." And she's like, "I'm sorry, you Chuck. used to like my kisses." She goes, "I'm sorry, Chuck. <laughs> Things have changed. I don't think I ought to see you anymore. Please take me home." And so he's like. Now I know I'm not just a school. Oh, oh, she knows now that it's not just a crush that she has on the teacher. She really loves him. Plus, Chuck, your your breath always smells like mint schnapps. So she's waiting on a bench when Mr. Dryden comes along and he sits down and they're talking, and the music start playing plays behind them from what? like some up there's in a comic. It book? says we sat quietly after that, okay. caught in the spell of the haunting, lovely, lovely music. Drifting towards us on the softly sighing night breezes. Okay. So there's music playing nearby. Wow. Somehow I felt his eyes upon me. I looked up. His tender face was close to mine. Then suddenly he was kissing me. Oh, no. And I knew this was the kiss I'd been waiting for all my life. It sang into my soul like the far sweet music of the stars. Wow. So now the teacher is making out with his student. He pulls back. Is this for real happened? Yes. Oh. He's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, you know. No, you shouldn't have, I just couldn't have resisted kissing you. And she's like, I wanted you to kiss me. It's okay. And he's like, no, you don't, you don't get it. Like, we can't do this. It's wrong. I better go. And he like gets off and leaves. And he so he gets off and leaves. <laughs> gets up and oh, leaves. okay. That's just okay. Me. Sure. Freud's, gets off the bench. Yes. Sure. Yes. And yes. Leaves. Okay. <laughs> She's heartbroken, but uh oh. Oh, Mr. Dryden. Chuck has followed her. And he's like, so this is why you ran out on me. You had oh, a date with Dryden. Shit. And she's like, Chuck, you followed me? You've been spying on me? And he goes, you bet I have. I saw your little love scene with Dryden. You got a heck of nerve making a play on your own English teacher. Is he still wearing the shirt with a T? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I don't know why. He He never takes it off. It says, after that, there were only embarrassed glances between Elliot. She calls him Elliot from this point, too. And me. Uh, Then one night at the school dance, it turns out he's a chaperone. What was his middle name? Horace? Horace. Yeah. Elliot Horace Dryden. Uh, Elliot uh, Horace Dryden. No offense to any Horaces out there. Sure. Uh, But Elliot Horace Dryden, as a chaperone, walks up to to Julia and goes, 
may I have this dance, Miss Gibson? First of all, why are chaperones dancing with the high no, school girls? No, that should with? never happen. And she goes, well, of course, Miss Dryden. Well, why wouldn't she? She's in love with him. Of you're, course she's going to say fired, yes. You're fired, dude. Get out. Well, so they're having a dance, and it goes, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, he goes, I want to apologize for what happened the other night. She said, why well, apologize? Didn't you like kissing me? And he says, now see here, young lady, I'm older than you. Oh, and young and she says, older by six years. I'm 18, you're 24. Oh. Just a few years difference in ages doesn't mean anything when two people are in in love. Oh, and boy, this she is, took it quick. And this she? is the response that he replies with that gets me a little bit. 18-year-old girl dancing with this dude at a dance, kissed him on a bench, says she's in love with him. Right? He says... That's a very persuasive argument. Keep on talking, darling. You've almost got me convinced. <laughs> what a jerk. Wow. And then she goes, oh, Elliot, Elliot. <laughs> and then get your hands off my girl. Chuck shows Uh-oh. up. Dun, dun, dun. And Chuck goes back to punch him. But Mr. Dryden punches Chuck in the face. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> And then the principal runs out. This guy's so fired. And he goes, Mr. Dryden, you know you know it's against the rules for a teacher to strike his pupil. It's it's explicitly right here on the wall, Mr. Dryden. It says do not punch the kids. Yeah. Uh unless you can explain your behavior, I'll have to ask you for (laughs) your resignation. Unless something happened. I'll have to ask you for your resignation. Really caused you to punch a kid. Uh, and Dryden <laughs> just goes, I have nothing to say. Mm, right? How classy. So Julia says, Elliot, discharged under a dark cloud, it could ruin his teaching career. It could. I must let. It should. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> I mustn't let that happen. So Julia says, please, sir, it's all my fault. I forced basically my attentions upon Mr. Dryden just to get Chuck jealous. That's all I did it. Like. He was just a pawn. Mr. Dryden was just trying sure. to defend himself. You still punched a kid. Yep. So, so then uh, the principal's like, okay, I see in that case, let's forget this whole thing. No, dude, you can't do that. Run along, young lady, and take your football <laughs> hero with you. Right? He's just like, oh, girls being girls, just go, get, uh, just go take that boy with you. Get out of here. Take that boy uh, with you. Getting his jalopy. Hey guys, we don't we don't have a potential pedophile teacher. It's good. We don't have a potential pedophile uh, abusive teacher. Teacher, yeah, it's all good. He explained himself. Everybody, everybody, go back to dancing. Yeah, nah. This punch tastes fun. Chuck, Chuck and Julia, guys. (laughs) You know, Chuck. He's a goofball. So great linebacker though. (laughs) She goes. "Uh, I could feel Elliot's eyes upon me, Mm. hurt as Chuck snickered and grabbed my arm possessively. Oh my! And he goes, "Come on, honey, let you and I go someplace where we can make some plans about our future." Right? What the? Then the next panel, Julia's crying, and he goes, "Now that we're alone, honey, we." Hey, Julia, what? She goes, "I'm sorry, Chuck. I don't love you. Please leave me alone." Chuck is on this roller coaster, man. Yes. And she goes, Chuck. Yeah. She goes, I'd saved the man I love from scandal, but the price was my self respect. The realization I'd lost Elliot forever. She's got to move across town. That's what happened to (laughs) Faye. She's her and Faye could be best friends. That's right. Yeah. Uh, She goes, I wept for my lost love. And then someone was before me, and it's Chuck. 
And she goes, Chuck, please, Sob, please go away. I don't love you. It's no use, Chuck. Poor Chuck. And Chuck goes, I know. I didn't like Chuck, but now I feel really bad for Chuck. Chuck just goes, I know, dot, dot, dot. Like, she's like, you know, I don't love you. And he's like, yeah. She didn't just say, I don't love you. She said, go away, Chuck. And he goes, but that's why I brought someone else with me. I made him realize what you'd done for him. And he brought the effing teacher with. He brought the effing teacher to Julia's house. And she goes, Elliot. Yes, Julia, I should have realized before that your confession to the faculty head was only to save me from being discharged. Oh, you silly teacher. Well, no shit, idiot. We were all there. And then she goes, or he goes, if you don't mind marrying an old man of 24 when you graduate <laughs> school, when you graduate well, you gotta school, graduate first. I'll yeah. be waiting. Yeah. And she goes, oh, Elliot, Elliot, darling. And then. Is Chuck watching this whole thing? So Chuck actually closes out the the story. So it's a background of the two of them kissing. And Chuck's in front of us, kind of like a narrator in a way to close it out, you know. And he goes, what do you know? Looks like you'll be getting two official documents soon. A graduation diploma and a wedding's license. Oh, my God. That is so, that's gross. It's so gross. See. Yeah, well, Chuck is like, eh, screw it. Okay, well, da, da, that's da, great. Da, 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 the end of that one. So <laughs> I think this is Poor a perfect Chuck. spot for us. You know what? This is also a perfect spot for us to take a break and yes. maybe give uh, Chuck some time to uh, say a few words. Think about his actions. Well, maybe, you know, go set up, play matchmaker for other people. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't hear anything from Chuck during the break. So it's he's dead. That was 1952 or whatever. 53. Okay. But let's go Got ahead one year to go. and get into just a couple more stories. Yeah. Great romance stories yeah. we have here to close out this love week's episode. Love is in the air. So did you like the first two so far? I loved them. Yeah. I thought well, they were great. We're, I, I thought we learned some valuable lessons. Yes. You know? We did. You can screw a teacher and get away with it as long as you punch a child. And then if you really screw up, move across town. That's right. Those are the lessons and I learned. pray that nobody realizes the shame you right. felt. Right, sure. So we're going to move. She had to like dump all of the people in her life <laughs> and move across town. I wonder town. if she changed your name. That's too. what I'm saying, right? <laughs> She's no, like, no, my name is now. She, it, it was Faye, right? Yeah. She just put like a little umlaut over. So it's foul. Foul. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we're going to move away from school. We're not going back to school mm. anymore, but we're going to deal we with. We graduated. We did, but the name of this one, A Monster's Kiss. Oh, no. So, for one frightening moment. That's what my wife says. I think I'm having a nightmare. Oh. This leering ogre can't be my darling Derek. I've never seen Derek disheveled or even slightly mused. Mused. Never seen Derek Clark without a shave. Derek Clark. Never seen Derek, my beloved, with this stupid, vapid expression, with bloodshot, shadowed eyes. This can't be the man I married. I will tell you this: all of these women in these in these sh- 
the guy's in his pajamas and he's just and he has stubble. Terrible. That's yeah. it. All that. That's really all it is. Because he woke up and did not shave. But these women in in these in these stories, they are very well spoken in their head. Oh yes, in their head. Yes, very well spoken. Now when they speak to others, not so much. It comes out as gobbledygook. Yes, but when they think, oh oh, fantastic. Perfect. Yeah, great stuff. So essentially, yeah, he wakes up and she goes, oh, you're horrid. Whatever or whoever you are, go away. <laughs> And he's like, uh, do you know, Miss Clark? You talk in your sleep is what he tells her. He's like, I just got up. What do you do? Yeah. What, what do you want? So he like goes in for a kiss and she says that she would sooner kiss a rabbit ape. She doesn't want to kiss him. She pushes him off. That's a big leap. She goes into the bathroom. She slams the door. She goes, I'm never to unlock this door. And he's like, uh, Cleo, darling, let me in. Cleo. She's so upset, right? And distraught about this. And she goes, I never dreamed it would turn out this way. What a mess. Was it only yesterday I walked up the aisle? I trembled with joy as I waited for his kiss. I was Miss Derek Clark, his wife. You still are. And I gloried in that knowledge. You're the most beautiful bride in the world, Miss Clark. And she says, I hope you'll always think so, darling. If I'm not the most beautiful, I am the luckiest. Then we flash back to our current situation. How long do you think it's been since the wedding? I know this is honestly the day before. Because they're very. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the day after. Oh my God! Come on. Yep. Oh. And uh, so it flashes back to our current day, and there's a pound on the door, and he goes, "Hurry up, sweetie! It's almost eleven, and I already ordered a big breakfast on the table, <laughs> like on the terrace." <laughs> and she goes, "He doesn't have to yell. There's nothing wrong with my ears." Oh my God! Like what is seems, wrong with this girl? And, like, and just because of all this, this is the voice I feel like she has, and we'll see here. So she goes. His manners were always perfect before we were married, mm. but since we've arrived here, and it kind of goes through their stories. Yeah. Essentially, it's he didn't open the door out of the taxi for her once they got oh to the airport. God. At the terminal, he asked her to carry a bag. What a rabbit! It says, ape. it says, "Can you carry the little one, beloved?" We'll be here for an hour if we wait for a porter, mm, right? A and porter. She's like, he must think he married a pack mule is what her response is. Wow. Then he goes, he showed absolutely no consideration at all. And it shows them like going to the taxi and he's like, come on, slowpoke." And she goes, he should have married a racehorse. <laughs> then it shows them in the back of the Lady, taxi. That's illegal. And he's, it is. And he's wrapped his arm around her. Yeah. And she goes, or he goes, we've got a sweet, reserved, cute stuff. I'll be glad when we can get somewhere and take off our shoes and relax. Mm. And she goes, keep your shoes on, Tarzan. And stop. Tarzan. She goes, and stop pawing me. We're in a public vehicle. Wow, this is one entitled lady. Right. Yeah. But yet he, it's all him though. But she's so lucky. Well, no. But now she's not. No, now she's not. Like 10 minutes later, she's not lucky. And then she's like, by the time I finish my shower, uh, put on my face and don my choices daytime dress, I've decided this is normal for brides on the first day of their honeymoon. So I joined him intending to forgive him. But, and it shows Derek, you beast. Why aren't you shaved and dressed? Because he's wearing just like a long sleeve turtleneck and he still hasn't shaved. Yeah, sure. Just wait for the payoff for this, Mike. Okay. Um, and he goes, I'll shave tonight, sweetie. Sit down. I'm starved. And she's like, I will not. I refuse to talk to you while you look that way. What? Right? How long is it? Again, how it's, much stubble? I, I don't, it looks five o'clock shadow. This guy, like. And she goes, you're impossible. And he goes, impossibly hungry. Wow. wow. Doll, hurry back or your eggs will get cold. 
Like, he's just like, I don't know what's up with you. Her right? eggs have been cold for a while. <laughs> she goes, if he comes after me, I won't speak to him. And then she's like, the beast? I won't forgive him very quickly. He's afraid to talk to me. That's it. And then, like, she's waiting for him to go. He's not. I would be afraid to talk to you, too. And then she goes, oh, the beast? He doesn't even care if I get hysterical. And it shows him still out on the terrace, like, drinking coffee. And he goes, Cleo, when you've got a moment, we'll discuss our plans for the day. Hmm. And she goes back out there and she tells him, I won't go anywhere with you until you shave. And that's final. You should have an itinerary. And he's like, Cleo, if you listen, you'll avoid a lot of heartache. And Hmm. she goes, my wishes don't mean anything to you. Now that we're married, is that it? And he's like, don't be silly, Cleo. That's not it at all. And she goes, silly. Is that what you think of me, Derek Clark? Yeah. And he's like, relax, Miss Clark. I think I'll go fishing or something. I'll see you later. Like, maybe he's like, I'm going to defuse the situation. Second day of marriage, I'm going fishing. No. She goes, this can't be happening to me. Derek loves me, and I love him. And I hate With or without a shave. Like, so he stormed off, and she's like, I love him, even if he doesn't shave. Well, then why was it a big deal? What is the deal with this This is a whole. So then she goes out to see him fishing. And she goes, Derek hadn't gone far. So after all of this, she follows him out there. Yeah. Derek hadn't gone far to the Island Canal where he seemed to be enjoying himself catching a fish when I finally found him. The Island Canal. And she goes, he doesn't see me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't think you're there. So then <laughs> she sees him. She goes, I won't let him see me watching him. I'll That'll teach him a lesson. And then she turns around and sees that he's not in the boat anymore. And she Uh-oh. goes, oh, no, he must have fallen in. And she dives in looking for him. And when she comes up, he's sitting in the boat. She, and she's like, oh, no, what happened? And he, like, helps her in. She goes, I'm sorry. Or he goes, I'm sorry. When I was working on catching that fish, it knocked my oar over and I had to dive in to get it. You know, I guess you saw me when I... It's what? Yeah, that's her explanation. Either way, oh, I was diving in to get this oar. This is why you didn't see me. Who gets jealous of a guy who falls out of a boat? I don't know. So she, <laughs> he helps her up into the boat, and they're both driving. And she's like, "I'm sorry, we quarreled earlier, Derek. I do love you." And he goes, "I'm insane about you, sweetie." What? Think huh? about this for a second. Yeah, you're in a boat in a lake. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, an island canal. Island canal. And you're fishing. Yeah. And your wife that you married the day before just pops up out of the water. Yeah. What the? Well, you just dove into the water yourself, so you're wet. Right. And she pops up out of the water, it too. It does not matter. You you are by yourself. You've gone away, and your wife just, bloop, here she well, is. Well, here's the thing. She pops up first, and she goes, darling, oh, darling, you're alive. And he goes, of course I'm. Oh, you thought I'd fallen in, didn't you? Like, he was like, of course I... And then it dawns on him, oh, you're watching me. He, but didn't, then he, say, he didn't say, why the hell are nope. you here? Nope. Why are you in the water? But then they go in to kiss. What the hell? They, because they're this making is up. the stupidest thing. <laughs> no, just wait. This is just terrible. Just wait. I'm about to take it okay. to another level. All right, please just do. Wait. Please do. So she kisses him, obviously, to make up for their sure. quarrel. And she goes, Ooh, you taste oh, like no. Fish. <laughs> Derek, stop it. I can't stand it. And he goes, but you said I thought. And she goes, I know I did, Derek, and I still love you. But your beard is like sandpaper. You're ruining me. What? You're ruining me. And he goes, oh, I see. Well, we won't do that again, will we? Kiss? I guess. That's all it says. And then it brings us, they go back to (laughs) 
<laughs> take uh, all his fishing equipment back, right? Is this story After, brought to you by Gillette? Hold on. Is it? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> After changing into dry things, Derek took me to a very nice restaurant for lunch, but he still okay. looked like a raunchy caveman. Raunchy. Yes, I'm still angry, Derek. Don't you know how you look to others? Like, she is very upset about this beard still. The dude just but grew he's some like, hair. He's like, I know what I look like. I'm not worried about what others think. The only person who concerns me is you. Like, that's what he tells her. Mm. And she's like, if you were concerned, you'd at least shave. Yeah, you ate. Right? And he's like, she goes, oh, he, making a joke, says, this is the worst day we've had in our married lives. Because it's the first day uh, of our married Good lives. stuff. Ha ha. And, ha, and ha, she ha, goes, ha, ha. he thinks he's funny. <laughs> And she, he, he goes, cheer up. Things could be worse by tomorrow. Sure. They probably will be. They will be, yeah. yeah. This, this lady will make sure they right? are. And yeah. she says, I wish he'd stop being funny. I almost laughed just now. Right? What? Yep, that's what. I then, hate laughing. Well, later, we're going for a very expensive rest- or to a very expensive restaurant for dinner, but I feel more like going to bed for a good cry. Then go to bed. And she's like fixing her dress, and she goes, today has been absolutely horrible. Mm, I was really hoping you'd say horrid. Yeah, well then. There's something about people who say horrid. Eh, it was absolutely horrid. There's mm, a see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then... <laughs> She's outside crying against a palm tree, and she goes, I was in love with with him yesterday. How can love die so quickly? And then you hear Miss Clark, and we see uh, what Derek clean-shaven. And he goes, mm. I believe we've got a date tonight, beautiful lady. That is, if you can stand being with my company. And she goes, oh, darling, you finally shaved. And he goes, or she goes, you're so smooth, darling. <laughs> and he goes, enjoy it. Uh, they say darling a lot. Yeah. Enjoy it, darling. I had my reason why I couldn't shave this morning. Are you ready for why? Yeah. Why? So they kiss, right? Because they can kiss now. He doesn't have Finally. this beard. Derek says, in the past few weeks, I'd been shaving twice, sometimes three times a day. And I had to go to a skin specialist. He ordered me to stop shaving that frequently. <laughs> and- <laughs> In fact, he said I'd be healthier if I'd grow a beard. Come on. And she says, darling, I'll love you if you have whiskers down to your knees. I'm sorry I've been such a ninny all day. No, she won't. No, she will not. The minute you grow any hair on your face, she's going to turn into a horrid, horrid person again. And then she says, "Force a first quarrel. This is how it ends. First quarrel, my fault mostly my bad and next time i'll wait till i know all the facts before i blow my cool what a weird story that is like the weirdest thing we've ever i mean we've had guys (laughs) who made out with their mom who then bore them yeah but this is this is the weirdest thing like it's it's the fact that i have a little bit of stubble I am. It's like she's face blind or something, right? Yeah. You're ruining me. You ruined me. You but, grew a hair. But then he's like, "Hey, my skin doctor said I'm shaving too much. My I need skin to not, doctor, a skin specialist. Uh, <laughs> he says I need to not shave as much. I was shaving three said, times a day. And says who shaves three times a day? Nobody. 
If you do, you have an issue. Yeah, you're like taking skin That's off. That's what at I'm that saying. Point. Yeah. So he's like, I'd be healthier if I grow a beard. And she's immediately like, Oh yeah, I'll take it. You know, whiskers down to your knees. But you're lying. No, she's absolutely lying. And and the fact that they didn't have Gillette or or somebody sponsor, sponsor this thing. That's a real missed opportunity in my eyes. This lady. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was just shaved. Too good Our marriage one. is better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's cool with a beard. I, I want to show so. her the hair that I grow in my ears. Let's let's don't talk do about that. that. She would. What monster have I married? Yeah. He so, has hairy ears. So we're going to get to our you last ear story. Hair? You have the problem with the ear hair? Mike, I'm 33. No, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, I forgot how old I was. I'm 34, actually about oh, to be 35. Wow, so, yeah. 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 It happens, right? I know. And I, I, I have to take care. But I never thought that I'd be in my 30s being like, oh, got to trim up, you know. There's two Why things. Why is that a thing? Two things that happened. No right? hair in your hair? No. Oh. No. I, that's just an assumption. I mean, that's just a thing that happens, right? Yeah. You get that. But then I have to I have to phrase this delicately. Uh, the cold water whenever you have yeah. a seat yes. on the toilet. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. I mean, like. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm following. The teabagging of your toilet. <laughs> it becomes more and more frequent. <laughs> Just letting you know that's in your future. Plop. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Oh, it's rough. Oh, man. That All is right. the worst feeling, too. Because you're like, no, oh, it's oh god, no, it's not, Mike. Well, the worst feeling is kissing somebody who hasn't that's shaved. That's true. That's true. I guess, and just as surprising too. What if you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm good. I'll stop. Yeah. I'm fine. sorry. It's gonna you're get fine. pretty bad. So, oh boy, our last one. one is I was a child bride. Yeah. And the first Brought picture we get, Church of Jesus Christ, is a husband with his young wife over his lap like yeah. he is about to spank He's her spanking her yeah this guy looks like a rockabilly icon too look at he him look does. at his hair that is some big hair he does well this is from true brides experiences number 16 from from uh february of 1956 so we're supposed to believe that these are true stories uh the art is by al avison and the publisher is Home comics. Home comics. Home comics. Oh, Not boy. to be confused with work comics or, or house comics. House comics or shop comics. Doctor's or place office comics. comics. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Car comics. Car comics. Yeah. Those are tough. It's tough to draw when you're driving. It is tough yeah. too. Thank um, you, Elon. So for freeing up my hands. <laughs> it starts off when my husband humiliated me in front of my parents after they had been so good to us. Only my pride was hurt, but my heart was pierced with anguish when he hurled bitter accusations at me, and all because ass. I was a child <laughs> bride. Wow. So, Yikes. what we get here is- a child. That, that is such a- That word is terrible in that phrase. It is. And here's the thing is they never tell you how old she is. Yeah. So, I'm assuming she's obviously at least 18. The moment I turned 12. <laughs> so weird <laughs> but so we're introduced to our main character who is named i don't even know if they give her a name oh see that's the she's first problem named yeah i think she's always called like dear or baby or I, that's a that's a great point you're making zach 
you know, give your kids names and they won't turn into child brides. That's true. Uh, yep. Obviously, the thing here, she didn't have a name. That's right. That's uh, what did it. But we meet our main character and she's uh, leaving like the movies with her friend and she comes home and her mom is there at home and her mom says, you're late, baby. I dropped in. Baby. Yeah, I dropped in to say hello and thought I'd start dinner for you because it isn't right to make Frank wait, but I can't find any meat. <laughs> and she says, I didn't have time to. I can't find any meat. She goes, I didn't have time to market after the movies with the girls, mom, but I'll open a can of something. What? Yeah. Wow. So poor Frank. His mom tells He's her, no meat. "You're not being fair to your husband, Lucy. Lucy's Lucy, her name. There it is. You're not being fair to your husband, Lucy. He deserves a home cooked meal after working hard all day. And your father tells me he is he is working hard. Frank's a fine boy, and you should. And she goes, Mother, I can manage my own affairs. Thank you. After all, we've been married almost three months, so I think I know how to handle my husband." I've seen him unshaven. <laughs> but to set this up, so Lucy and her husband is named Frank. Uh-huh. Her husband, Frank, uh, works for her father. Okay. Okay. At it's her father's. Factory. Uh, it is the uh, shop or whatever. The shop. They say. He's been working really hard. It says something. It mentions it later. Yeah. Whatever his father's business Whatever is. Whatever he does, they can't afford meat. Yeah. Well, no, they can't afford meat. She was just too busy going to the movies with her gal pals to pick oh, up anything. Oh, yeah. So she, she just, couldn't market. So she's just going to open up a can of something for him. You ever heard anybody say Hopefully that? Hopefully not whoop ass. Sorry, I couldn't market. Well, what? well just here. Yeah. So, whoop well, ass. It did not go unnoticed. No, thank you. you no, because she goes, I'll open up a can of something. Yeah. Whoop ass. Yeah. Thank you. Stone Cold liked it. So... Uh, her mom apologizes and says, don't be angry, baby. After all, you're only, se- oh, she's only 17. Uh, she is a child bride. She is a child yeah. bride. You're only 17. She's a teen bride. And mother's advice can be helpful, you know. You've always welcomed it. Okay. She's 17 and she's been married for three months. Yeah. So he gets so home. That means they had to sign off on it probably, right? Yep. Unless you're in Mississippi. Or where, I mean, certain states, I think it's 16. Sure. I don't know how yeah. it, yeah. I think here in Texas it's 18, though, right? Or yeah. is it 16? I think I it's 18 here. Eh. I'm almost positive. So, uh, I know all of my wives were over 18. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. Um, so, uh, you didn't have to have a compound so you could marry them all? So uh, I cut the first one open to count the rings, and she was 18. That was good. Solid tree joke there. <laughs> yeah, it's Solid stuff, tree huh? joke. Yeah. Yeah, just wait. I got an ichthyology joke oh, coming up later. Yeah, I can't just wait for wait. that. Uh, but so Lucy's mom leaves. I think at some point this show is just for us. That's true. Uh, uh, Lucy's mom leaves and she says, mom scolded me because I didn't have time to cook you a seven course dinner. But you don't mind, do you, darling? Just meat. And That's Frank, all she's looking for is just meat. And Frank says, as a matter of fact, yes, <gasps> your mother is right, Lucy. This is the third time this week you've come home too late to prepare a decent meal. Frank, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and she goes, you're both against me? The way you talk, I, sh- I sound like a child playing house and all on account of a silly can of tuna fish. Well, And she throws it in the sink as she runs off. And Frank goes, it's not just the tuna fish. It's Lucy, darling, please don't cry. And he chases after her. It's right? not just the tuna fish. And he chases after her and he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I just wanted to, you know, get home and see you. It's just been, you know, busy, sure. stuff like yeah. that. Been and, busy at the shop. Yeah. And uh, 
he says, you know, seeing you is what keeps me plugging when your father drives me so hard. By the way, honey, he thinks I might get the uh, new job next month. And she goes, why didn't you tell me that? Uh, that the minute you came in, when you're the assistant manager, I know you'll make dad proud of you. Mm. And he replies and kind of pushes her off. And she's like, what's the matter? You look angry. And he goes, is that all my promotion means to you? Something to make your father proud of us kind of thing? He's kind of got a point. Yeah. So um, they're apparently cold. They're not getting along too well. Yeah. And uh, they have to go on Sunday to a dinner at her parents' house. Mm. And she, Lucy tells him, Frank, it's bad enough that you're not, you know, talking to me. Uh, at least, you know, be nicer to my folks today. Mom roasted a turkey just for you. And Frank goes, for heaven's sakes, can I just be myself one day a week? After slaving at the store the other six days, no matter what I do down there, I can't satisfy your father. Dude's working six days a week for her father. And she's like, hey, on Sunday, we're going over there. And he's like, I can't satisfy him. That was my second marriage. Was it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, you couldn't satisfy your father-in-law? I could not, no. So, uh, she says, this can't go on, Frank. We're drifting further and further apart. Can't we be honest with each other and discuss things? And Frank's like, okay, Lucy, we'll talk about it later after dinner, right? Oh, he he says, I'm tired of having to think first and last of your parents. You're Mm. grown up now, and you're married to me. It's time you realize that. Well, I mean, the guy's got an argument. And then he's like, we'll talk about this later then, once they get there. So, um. They're sitting there at the dinner table. Now come here for your spank. And Lucy and her mother kind of leave. She goes, I need help in the kitchen. Mm. And while they're sitting at the table, Lucy's dad said, I'm glad you're here today, Frank. I've wanted to talk to you about the store. You're disappointing me, son, the way you're no longer trying. <laughs> wow. Right? Where are his parents? I don't know. Yeah. So Lucy's talking to her mom and she says, Mom, I'm so mixed up. Something's happening to Frank and us. And I don't know what it is. And her mom's just like, all young brides go through that. It's okay, sure. dear. Yeah. And uh, she goes, but my mother's words didn't soothe me, really. Wash and the turkey pan. It shows them talk later. And she goes, let's get it over, Frank. We shall, or where shall we begin? And he goes, Lucy, my dearest, there's no beginning. There isn't going to be an end because the only thing that matters to me in this world is you. Hmm. The, the cold stone wall between us, it's had me crazy. I couldn't think straight couldn't keep my mind on my work it's all my fault and she says oh frank my darling hold me close i've missed you so they kind of embrace for a second sure and she goes these past few or these past few weeks were nightmare dearest but they're over and now i know you'll try hard again at the store a nightmare and she goes i know you'll try hard again at the store now and he's like lucy and he kind of pushes her off of him and he's like, I should try harder so your father won't be disappointed. Yeah. Like, I can't. Uh, can't you ever forget about your parents? You're not my wife. You're still their little girl. Like, even in my arms, you scheme to. And then you hear, Lucy, are you home? Her parents have shown up. Jesus. Right? Can't shake them. And she goes, it's mom and dad. They're downstairs. Please, please, Frank, don't let them know. And he goes, I will let them know everything. And he picks her up, like, by his arm, and he's grabbing her down. And it says, I lived a lifetime of agony in the few seconds it took my parents to walk up the short flight of stairs. In a trance, I felt Frank's strong arms scoop me up and carry me across the room. She says, put me down, you brute, put me down. 
and they hear that's Lucy's voice. I had a feeling something was wrong. We're here, baby. You know, like they're like to kind of protect her there. Wait, tell me one more time why he picked her up. Uh, I, we don't because she said now you that we're over whatever this thing is. You oh. can try harder at the store, and he's oh. like, "That's it. I had enough." Yeah. Kind of okay. I didn't make the connection. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand well, that. So, um, while he's picking her up, he takes her over <laughs> to the door where her parents are, and her yeah. dad says, "Oh, look at my little girl," and her mom says, "Lucy, baby, are you hurt?" And Frank says, "Here's your baby. She's perfectly okay." Just needs some sense knocked into her. Oh. And then he says, Frank Frank looks at her dad and goes, who's going to spank her? You or I? And her dad goes, leave my child alone, you monster. Well. And he puts her over his knee and he raises his hand back like he's about to spank her. And she goes, dad, mom, help. And he goes, this is one time mom and dad can't help you. And then they shoot him. (laughs) oh man then it says like a trapped animal i kicked and clawed to escape that humiliating hand raised over me i was choked with loathing for my husband as i lay trembling across his knees and then i looked up into his eyes what are you crying you love me it's written all over your face you're doing this crazy thing because you love me uh, and frank says with tears in his eyes Yes, and that's why I can't go through with it. I'd cut off my arm before I'd give you a second's pain, Lucy. Oh, my dearest, can you ever forgive me? He gets up quickly. She falls right? on the floor. Well, and he stands up, and he dips her down, and she's hanging, you know, holding on to his neck. So, and he goes, uh, she goes, I'm the one who begs your forgiveness. I've been a fool, a child who's needed to grow up. And her dad says, Lucy, my dear. And her mom says, no, dear, don't interfere. We've been wrong. Two are to continuing to treat her like a little girl. It's time we left her alone with her husband. And then as they leave, her husband says, uh, Lucy's dad says, you're right, Sarah. And my worries about Frank at the store are over now, too. Our little girl, I mean, his wife, is all the incentive he needs. And then she says, there's so much I want to say, darling. But you said it all once. The only thing in the world that matters to me is you. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about the lesson we learned from this. Okay. Um, you, you can get married at 17. Yep. But if you do, you're going to go through a three-month dry spell Yep. Uh, where you get mad at your husband because he doesn't work enough. I guess. Well, no, 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 no. You're mad at, are you talking about this story here? Yeah. So the way I took it is essentially your husband's upset mm-hmm. because everything you do involves mom and dad. Well, and I kind of get that. Yeah, sure. And it's like, even he works for your dad six days a week, Yeah, six days a week, six yeah. days a week. Mm-hmm. And your dad is on him about everything. Like, Hey, I don't like the way you're work. Like he's just getting, you know, handled all the time by your dad. And you're like, Hey, you know, maybe you can start trying harder. Maybe you can do this. Like, I get why he got upset yeah. in a way. Like, obviously, wrong way to handle it. No, I, I, but I felt, I felt like akin to Frank until he picked her up and carried her across the room. You never did that. No, no, uh, I can say I never did that. Uh, well, and and there is one panel here where she says, "It's mom and dad. They're downstairs. Please, please, Frank, don't let them know." And he goes, "I will let them know." And then he picks her up. 
Yeah. So I don't know if his intention was, I'm just going to throw her at you. Maybe. Well, no, yeah. Like, who's going to, yeah, spank you or spank her, you or me? Like, it's a weird thing to also <sighs> that is so weird. ask. He's also wearing a bow tie the whole time. Frank. Yeah, Frank's kind of a weirdo. Frank's got big hair. Frank does have big hair. Well, that was was enlightening. That was some romance comics. I thought that that was a good, fun selection to close out the year. Yeah. Yeah, I love a good spanking to close out the year. That's great. One to grow on there, Mike. One to grow on. Boy, Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. As always, you can find us on social media, uh, Uh Instagram, BroFoHero, Twitter, at bros foes and heroes or at bros foes and heroes at gmail.com also you can find the uh, many other great podcasts in our family of podcasts at roguemedianetwork.com yeah i i wonder do you have one in mind whenever you say that does, does one come to mind or i you do just... well no i like when i think about it, i have certain podcasts i think about really? each time when i do it okay do you want me to like shout them out when no, i think about no, no, it no no not at all i was just asking oh, i was just asking i mean if one i could came to mind yeah, I mean, I have a couple. Okay. Sometimes when I do it, uh, I'll have, and, uh, you know, because you're on it, and also yeah. uh, previous guests of the show, Rusty. Sure. You know, you guys do blah. <laughs> when I ran out. <laughs> yeah, so I think about that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was such a good comic, though. It was good, yeah. Um, so I think about that, and then, you know, sometimes I get here, and I run into the bloody happy hour yeah, that's true. girls, yeah, or, okay. I'm sorry, women. Ladies. I mean, ladies. Um, I've I never see, threatened to spank them either. By the way, that's that would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. I right? see Allison a lot from uh, Poultry Gals. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's tons of different. Okay, all right. I'm just asking. I yeah, I was. It wasn't really a test. I was just yeah. wondering if you, you know. Have uh, it's been mind. a while since I've seen him, but yeah, Pete sure. Sousa. Yeah, uh, Pete. I see Pete every Pretty. now and then. He comes across my podcast. I listen to Pete. Yeah. So yeah, good old Pete. We got a lot of great stuff. The Long Box, another. Uh, com- I mean, I can just keep. What do you want me to do, Mike? You're doing I a great job here. selling stuff yeah, on this. You did a great job, got, and, and none of them are even on the wall or anything. You're not like yeah, having. You, no, this is a this is a total pull from is, your brain. No, like I I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy and proud to be a part of the Rogue Media family. <laughs> Here's I felt your like $20. I got very politiciany there. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost George Bush. Like I am very. You know, I love how oh, you just have like the part of the thumb. That's the Clinton thing. He started that, right? I think so okay or at least that's what i always see it with is when people that. Do it. that is i guess it's non-threatening but it makes a point right and what we're you're talking about is like you make the fist and you just have the like thumb gonna, barely sticking up it's like well i know why bob they, dole did it because his arms were dead yeah right uh-huh. <laughs> they just stuck up remember when they used to stick a pin in his hand yeah, and he would just be like oh i got a pin I'm Bob Dole. I remember the first election I ever got to vote in. Not the actual first election uh, when I turned 18, but the first one I remember voting in yeah. was the 96 presidential uh, election race when I was in fourth grade. We are, No, no, I'm sorry. 96. I got I to was vote in, when I was in fourth grade. Was I in fourth grade? No, I was in... Wait, you voted on it in school? Is yeah, that what it was? Maybe third grade, but yeah, they had the election and yeah, we got to yeah. vote on it. It's almost like Valentine's Day or oh, whatever. I'm sure, they, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I voted for whoever my parents probably talked about, but still. Sure. No thing. Ninety six. Who would that? I never do that now. I can tell you who it was. Hmm. It was between three candidates. It was Dole, hmm. Clinton, and Perot. Oh, Ross Perot actually got votes on our fourth grade class. I do remember. I'm sure, that. he did. He was a big deal for a while. Well, I don't. All I remember is big ears. Do you remember Dana, Dana Carvey's Ross Perot? Yeah. 
Yeah. I have seen that. I thought you were going to say, do you remember Dennis Kucinich? And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> you remember Dennis Kucinich? <laughs> a what a ham. <laughs> <laughs> <I remember. laughs> uh, all, right. all right. That's it. We got to get out of yeah, here. We got that, wives waiting for us. That does it for us as always. And as always for you guys, we appreciate you taking the time out to listen. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. I'm going to go home and rub my stubble all over my wife's face. I'm married a monster. Got a gun. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.